Hi, Tim Ard here. I'd like to welcome you to this edition of Along the Forest Apps Road podcast. This episode is on high overheads. If you take tally of incidents and near incidents of injury regarding chainsaw operations, for years, agencies have reported struck by accidents as being the most costly regarding operators and chainsaw applications. Anyone working around trees or in the woods are highly susceptible to these high overhead hazards. Look up and around any tree. You will find it most likely to have limbs hanging, dead limbs attached, or places where dead limbs have been. It's a natural process every tree goes through, and every forest harbors these potentially crippling and deadly situations. Now, as we work around these situations, what should we do to minimize our risks? First, take time to analyze every tree and its surroundings. Every tree in a forest environment, or especially one we come across after storm damage, is uniquely different. You have to make a plan on every tree. You must not take for granted the importance of this and fail to take information to formulate a complete plan. I have found myself trying to round a few corners, but when it comes to making a plan, I've tried to shave a little information taking and end up with a limb dropping and hitting me or falling dangerously close by. I've not been seriously injured by these instances to date, but I can tell you a small limb glances off your shoulder. It can really hurt. I remember one just the other day that I had recognized in my plan. It was just resting in the top of a small sapling about 10 to 12 feet above the ground. I was brushing around the base of the tree. I was going to fall. I cut my escape pass and then came back around to remove the small sapling in front of the tree in the felling direction. It had already slipped my mind. The limb about six feet long and two inches in diameter was just resting in the sapling's crown. I cut the sapling at the base with a tab brush cut and proceeded to push it towards its location to fall and wham. The end of that limb hit my shoulder, just glancing off my collarbone and falling to the ground. Man, it did hurt. Too many times I have witnessed as the tree falls, the top of the falling tree striking another tree or limb. The top breaks out and falls back towards the stump or a broken limb holds in an adjacent tree and as you leave your escape area, it drops to the ground. These limbs often hit the ground and then spring left or right from their ground positions where they first strike. Is sometimes a close call to dodge these giant fly swatters. I had one the other day, a limb had torn away from a falling tree that I cut. The hanging limb was hidden on the backside of an adjacent tree. I didn't see it as I made my plan to leave the escape area and began limbing and bucking operations. I walked about halfway up the trunk of the downed tree and heard a noise. Looked back and noticed the large limb sliding down the backside of the adjacent tree. It hit the ground, branch in first, 
and then sprang luckily away from my position. It was a close one. There is no other answer to reducing the effects and probability of these potentially killer situations than to take the time to thoroughly plan your work area before living and bucking operations begin. The key is to recognize the potential of the hazard or what many call widowmakers and construct a plan and or avoid the area until the equipment can remove it. It may take a skitter or a dozer only a minute to remove hazards that can cost you weeks or an eternity to recover them. Other useful tools to remove some of these hazards may be a throw line and a rope. I have often used a throw line assembly to a throw bag and slick line to pull down a small limb hanging in a tree. With some large broken tops leaning against a tree trunk, a throw line can give you the ability to place a rope into the situation and still keep a safe distance from the hazard. Once the rope is placed, you can pull the hanger down from a safe zone. For those of you that have completed hands-on felling programs from forest applications, you can continue with our day three program of limbing, bucking, and storm damage awareness training. We cover many of these techniques of hazard recognition and removal in this additional class day. High overhead is truly the cost of accidents and injuries from struck buys. Some do's and don'ts. Always wear a helmet with eye and face protection when working under and around trees with limbs and brush during saw operations. All PPE suggested for a saw operator is a must to be worn. Wear it all times you are working with the saw in and around or under trees. Take time to look closely for those hangers and other situations that sometimes become surprises to saw operators. Keep your equipment well maintained and close by to handle those widowmaker situations as they are observed in the plan. Throw lines, ropes, come-alongs, pulley blocks are all valuable tools for handling storm damage and hanger tasks. If a plan doesn't afford the situation a sure solution, then back off. Mark off the area and have large equipment come in to remove the hazard. Remember, a plan can always end in a walk away. Don't attempt a, don't attempt a situation you are not comfortable with. There are always other opinions and other equipment that can fill a need when you walk away from an uncertain task. An accident is an unplanned event. Hope you picked up some thoughts from this particular Along the Four Steps Road podcast. If you did, please subscribe and check out also our videos on our YouTube channel. Either go into search and put in Tim Ard or Along the Forest Apps Road. And then take a look at some of them, subscribe, and we hope to see you along the Forest Apps Road. Until then, good sawing.